first thing that we're going to do is, shall we hit him with, shall we hit him with the Hulk? Let's do it. Shall we start with Hulk? Because it's so damn good. I was wrong, comic fam. I was so wrong. Wrong about what? I was wrong about the Hulk. So let's uh, take it back a couple steps. Uh, we had two major industry leaders on two highly respected runs. Who were they, Ryan? Well, that would be Donny Cates, Sir Cates. That's right. Sir Donny Cates and Mr. Get it Al, right. Al Ewing. Al Ewing on Immortal Hulk. Correct. And they actually did some really long runs on Venom and Hulk, respectively. And then they did a Yankee swap. That's right. Totally switched them up. Yes. I mean, I, comic fam, for those of you who are not caught up on Immortal well, who didn't read Immortal Hulk because it's over, and who didn't read Venom, which there's like nobody here who's, who hasn't read Venom, these were like moments in comic history that will be remembered forever like it was Batman New 52 Snyder. You know, like that's it's pretty much it, right? So both of these runs are the are, are being said to be the best runs for those characters. For the last few years, they're like the best things Marvel have done. Yep. Venom and Hulk by both right. of these creators. And they switched them over, as Ryan said. And Donny Cates went on to Hulk and Al Ewing went on to Venom. Which we talked about. And we talked about it. Previous show. Thing was, I was not like I, Venom was okay. Like I was, I, I'm liking Venom more and more. Right. But it was, it didn't, it didn't get me there the way that I was hoping it would. Specifically because I reread Venom right beforehand. I went through the whole thing, comic fam, the whole thing, all of Venom, the 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 Nam issues. I went right. through absolute carnage. I went through the King in Black, all the tie-ins. I read it all. Cause I wanted that feeling again. Cause I've had that feeling every issue came, you know, that it came out. Anyways, I digress because I wasn't like a hundred percent on board with Venom, but I was seeing where they were going with it. I'm in it. It's on my pull list. I'm going to do it. I read Hulk one. We did an exclusive on Hulk one and I liked what happened, but I had that same worry. I'm like, Oh, I miss some mortal Hulk. Shoot. Yeah. And I, I said that too soon. Hulk is brilliant. This is an outstanding superhero comic book. Sir Casey did it again. He did it again. And we wanted to make sure to talk about this early enough in the run where if you have not given this Hulk run a try by Donny Cates, that it's only, uh, I think issue five comes out tomorrow. That's right. So you're not too far behind the curve if you can still get your hands on these, uh, especially now that we're a few issues in. And it's six issues. Uh, it's a six issue miniseries. You mean the story arc? The story arc, excuse me. Uh, just not, not many series, excuse me. Yeah. No, no, they're canceling. No, no, six issue arc. So this is a okay. great time to get caught up. And we're not going to, as always with our reviews, we choose how much we're going to spoil because we want to get you into it and we want to talk about it freely. But we're going to reserve enough of it so that there's still, as our homie, a.k.a. Mr. Bola would say, meat on the bone. Yeah, this is catchphrase? Yeah. That's I've, heard, that I've heard him say it a couple times. Okay. All right. So, Ryan, why don't you give us the lowdown on Hulk because uh, Immortal Hulk was a near horror narrative for a lot of the run. Yes. Kind of went a little cosmic, got a little weird towards the end, but Immortal Hulk had some EC Comics vibe. Can you explain that? Vibes. <laughs> sure. There were, um, there were truly horrific graphic sequences, especially early on in Immortal Hulk that were, like you said, ripped straight out of the olden days of, of a horror of horror comics. Horror, like monster tales, yeah. The one that sticks out to me the most is when Hulk was dissected into a bunch of little bitty pieces and stored in glass jars in a laboratory. One of my favorites. Yeah, that's a, that's a classic moment. And 
this Hulk is not the same. This comic is not that horror flavor, even though Donny Cates does write some spooky stuff from time to time. It's never as like overtly terrifying as it was at an equal point in Al Ewing's run. This is a nice little lead up that's taken a little too long, but I think it's important to mention that like Venom, you, you got to read Venom, Cates to enjoy what's happening with Dylan Brock and, and, and what's taking place with Eddie Brock as the Lord of the symbiotes, right? The God of the symbiotes, if you would. Immortal Hulk, you don't really need to read at all to enjoy Donny Cates' run on Hulk. That's correct. So what he's done is there is a time jump in between the ending of Immortal Hulk and where we pick up with Donny Cates' Hulk where something goes very wrong. Some sort of Hulk accident Happened. Accident might not be the right word. Incident. Incident. Happened in yeah. El Paso, Texas. Yeah. And, and Donnie's from Texas. So, you know, he brings it back to Texas when he can. He does that. Yeah. I enjoy it. Um, it's like Stephen King in Maine. Everything happens in Maine. Exactly. You know, you just don't go to either place. That's right. They're terrifying. Apparently. But this thing happened in El Paso and we in issue still in issue four have no idea really what that is exactly. Something bad to uh, that was bad enough to the point where Bruce Banner decides, you know, I'm just I'm out. I'm going to... He's going to take over. Yeah. I'm going to completely fracture my entire sense of self and do my own thing. I'm still a little confused as to exactly what's happening here, but you're supposed to be. Okay. So this is essentially the start of the review. Um, We're going to start this off by teasing it that Wolverine from Hulk 181 returns to the pages of comic books in this run. So you need to read this comic book. You need to know every single issue. We're not going to spoil things too much, but what I will say is that this is a... Sir Cates has developed a way so that he can tell whatever stories he wants in the pages of comic books, regardless of if editors think it's a good idea or think he should do it. He has a mechanism for telling the Hulk's tale so that he can just have... uh, a, a dreamlike narrative take place at any point. Anything crazy that's in Sir Cates' mind, he can make that a thing in comics now. Specifically in the Hulk's brain. Nope. Bruce Banner's brain, Hulk's personality, but trapped in a danger room within that. Let's break that down a little bit. It's confusing, but you just started this off by saying it's confusing, Ryan. It's supposed to be. And I think that's one of the reasons this this series gets a little better the more you read it, because it starts to make a little more sense to peel back some of that Shrek onion, if you will. There we go. Uh, Bruce has managed to separate his Hulk personality. Which he's done this before. He has. But they're typically two different beings, right? When the Hulk is here, you got the Hulk. When you have the Bruce Banner there, you know, it's Bruce. You know, they're different personalities. Yeah. And he has somehow also managed to cage the raging green Hulk monster inside of a mental danger room, danger room, like the X-Men's training room where you can just make them fight whatever you want. Okay. So now we got to talk about the pages. Okay. So we have Hulk, ah, Hulk so number confused. one. That's no, no, bear with me. Comic oh. fam, Ryan, just, just hang on tight. Trying, man. We're going to take him for a ride. They're going to know exactly where we're going. So we start off the comic book with Hulk trying to smash through a room, which is essentially a danger room. As mentioned, the Hulk is caged in Bruce Banner's mind and he can't get out. Bruce Banner is the pilot of the Hulk. And a lot of people have 
compared this. I believe it's even compared in this comic book that essentially what's happened is Bruce Banner has created a Hulk starship. He's piloting the Hulk's body from within with the brain of the Hulk caged in a danger room type of area. Oh, what's going on, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Make sure to grab that. Okay, so... Ryan, please explain to the community what Danger Room, like why, why are we talking about that? Like what, what is that comparison? Because right now, as you can see on screen, this whole situation is one of the worst crises that's ever taken place. It's got the Avengers put together. Dr. Strange is literally saying, I know it's a lot to take in, but it is why I have gathered you all here. This is potentially the greatest threat we have ever faced. And, in the, and if the events of El Paso have well and truly broken Bruce's mind, then I fear we may be out of options. Explain, Ryan. Now you're putting all the all the heavy work on me. I uh, want to. So you're here, Ryan. Do we it. Haven't mentioned Ryan. it yet. This is Ryan Otley doing the pencils in here. Uh, and we'll get to that because it's a little strange to see. I enjoy it, but it's strange. We'll talk about that in a second. This page is, is honestly a good example of why I love his work here. It's so slick and detailed and crisp. Look at those lines. I'm just glad to see his Spider-Man again, honestly. But I always miss Ryan Stegman. It's weird not having Ryan with Donnie. That is true. They are, they are like a like a married couple at this at this stage of their careers. I think all like partners should be able to like trust their significant other to like hang out with people and and not feel like something's wrong, right? But I get this weird vibe of I'm reading Hulk going, ah, is it wrong that I enjoy Ryan Otley with? Donnie Cates? Is it odd that I'm thinking these things? The answer is yes. Anyways, so the danger room sure. is where Hulk is confined and to. And they don't ever use that exact phrase. No, no, we're That's just a way we're saying, you know, we're, we're using, I'm using that to try and make this make sense in my dumb monkey brain. But the danger room is the X-Men's training facility where they are able to kind of just train and practice against whatever obstacles foes they can create and think of so something similar to that is being used in this brain space where the hulk is and bruce banner is somehow able to harness the fight juice <laughs> yeah because the anger specifically the or fight juice as ryan said <laughs> sure. let's just call it fight juice going forward harness the fight juice yes and that is how he pilots this Hulk ship, which is not really a ship. Yeah, it's just his body. Himself, him, I'm like twenty five percent, a little too confused. Well, it's just like it's like he's like you know controlling. I mean, you remember like like Mars attacks, right? There's like little aliens within the brain, and they're men like, is it Men in Black? It was yeah. Men in Black. Thank you. It's kind of like that, but not literally. It's more figuratively in in these personalities. So Hulk is confined to this room. And as he gets angry, he gets stronger. That's what we know of, of, of the Hulk. And because he's locked away, Bruce can amp up the fight juice as Ryan has perfectly described to essentially make him stronger at will. Oh my gosh, this has never been done before. Pretty sure it's never been done before. I'm pretty sure. I don't think you ever actually say that <laughs> in comic Ewing books. did not do this before. I can, I can say that at least. At least to this extent and, and this much control as if he was piloting a spaceship. But this is one of the coolest parts of the book. Like there's Bruce Banner is on a quest to do something nefarious. Clearly the Avengers have problems with it. The, the, this is going to have long-lasting effects. Who knows where this narrative is going to take us? We don't even know what Bruce Banner's actually trying to do just yet, but we're going to find out soon. 
But that's not why I want to talk about this book. I want to keep it to the danger room because the Hulk is confined in an area and gets hit with whatever Bruce Banner wants him to get hit to rage him up to amplify that juice. He's making a cocktail here, essentially. And that cocktail is in the form of whatever Donny Cates can think of that he wants to see in the pages of comic books. Okay. So the first stage... Well, I guess technically the first stage. Did I even get pictures of the first stage? Well, we have one of the stages is monsters. And who is that? Hulk versus monsters. That's Fang Fang Foom, I believe, and a bunch of old school Marvel comics. That's right. Monsters. That's right. He just puts them up against the giant dragon. And it's something that's like, all right, how do you get this character in comics to fight them? Oh, yeah, you can't just like... Oh, he's being utilized, or it doesn't make sense to have him here. Oh, you know what? Doesn't matter. I have found a way. This is how we're going to do it. Anything goes in the danger room. Because it's all imaginary in this kind of mindscape. You don't have to concoct some sort of weird plot where the actual Hulk is actually fighting this entire group of old school monsters. Oh, and what's this? Same principle is at play here to make the Hulk fight a gigantic old school looking Wolverine with his... Even dorkier looking costume. That's right. This right here is fresh, you know, freshly from the pages of Hulk 180, 181. We have the old school Logan, a giant sized old school Logan. You know, it's a combination of Hulk 181 and giant size X-Men number one. That's right. That just All hit the- me. Oh my goodness. I know. Giants. Okay. Giants. It's the bags and boards podcast. Uh, I yeah, hit the I'm subscribe not an button person, man. This doesn't work for me. This doesn't work for you. No, I mean, it's cool. It's cool to see, but the yeah. giant size Wolverine combo didn't really click. You want to know what doesn't work for you is, is right Logan. Now. You just have a thing about lo- not liking Logan. I do. I'm jealous. Oh, and there also is an alternate Bruce Banner. That's right. Cause he's going into a different universe. This comic is wild. And just, just, okay. Can I just say this one thing? Go ahead. This Bruce Banner, I don't think I've ever seen him in comics before. This is like a, a new universe version of Bruce Banner. The eye patch makes me think of one person. It makes me think of a character from Buffy. His name is Xander. And by the end of the series, he gets his eye cut and he, he wears an eye patch going forward. And if you've read the Whedon uh, comics post that, he rocks an eye patch. If you read Buffy the Last Vampire Slayer, shout out Boom Studios, Xander is rocking an eye patch in old age. Donnie is a very vocal Buffy fan. Is like, this a tribute to Buffy? You guys are pals, just ask him. Oh, you know what? We go way back. We go way, way back to, to preschool. To Comic Con. <laughs> 2019, whatever that was. I think he's older than me. I'm fairly certain he's older than both of us. All right. Well, what we do have is a a world where anything goes because it's in the mind of Bruce Banner. And I'm going to leave you with one thing. You know, if there is a way to get Marvel zombies in the pages of your comic books, you got to do it. So he did. We have a anything goes Hulk narrative, but it's still tethered to reality and has major universe consequences. This is what I love about superhero comics. This is what I love about Sir Cates. It's a, it's a really fun book, and I think it's kind of necessary. After Immortal Hulk was a really kind of heady and a, a kind of a downer at times, and this book is just fun for four issues in so far. Like, it's a quick read, and it's a completely different vibe than Immortal Hulk. And it's, it's good that you don't have to read 
all 50 issues of that to follow along with what's happening here. I'm having a hell of a time reading it. Starting the auction off at $1 for one minute, like we always do. This is one of our favorite covers, and you got it. A little bit of that, what y'all been looking for, right? A little bit of that, for what y'all been looking for, right? 